Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan London, and if this is your first Geekscape, strap yourselves in for some major pop culture talk. Movies, video games, comic books, TV. This actual episode is a special one that we recorded live at LA Comic Con 2023. I had a panel of Geekscape podcasters and friends come together to talk about their experiences this year at LA Comic Con 2023. It just wrapped up. And I'm bringing the live episode to you. Um, I do not want to delay. I want to get right to it. But a big reminder that this coming week, if you are listening to this live, as soon as it hit the feed, we have our Big Brothers Big Sisters charity stream. That would be December 8th. It's happening all day on the Geekscape socials. That would be the YouTube, the Twitch, the Facebook. We are streaming live. Almost the entire network is involved. And we're raising money for Big Brothers and Big Sisters, it's a huge event, and as for this podcast, you are listening to an audio-only episode uh, because we recorded it. Uh, it's pre-recorded at a panel. That's going to kind of be the theme for this feed for a bit. <laughs> Y'all are going to get two more panels from LA Comic Con uh, in the coming week or two. Uh, we have our obviously our charity live stream. We're going to do a little Geekscape there. That'll be on this feed and coming up. Uh, in a few days, you're actually going to get a little special as well. Um, our good friend Christian Blatt sat down with the director of this brand new documentary all about the uh, Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, his, his name is Jeremy Kuhn. He directed this great disturbance in the force documentary about the Star Wars holiday special, the notorious Star Wars holiday special. And uh, we're going to have that conversation here on this feed in a few days um so you're getting a ton of content and that's what geekscape's about free content so share it with your friends hit the share button tell your friends that this is the podcast uh geek podcast kind of mecca we have so many shows on the network and i'm excited that this panel you're about to hear was the uh la based ones a few of them coming together to enjoy la comic con talk about their experiences and um we had a blast it's, it was a really fun panel, really fun con, and now we're bringing it to your ears. So, enjoy. theme song, Zach. I'm kidding, Zach. Don't sing. I mean, you can. It's a Sunday. Comic Cons. Do it. That was the most $2 late fee rendition. Of, of course, he goes like to an 80s, like, rad-looking uh, Zach Schaefer, the $2 late fee 80s podcast, everybody, featured Woo. here on the Geekscape Network. Um, this is Geekscape Live at uh, I was about to say San Diego Comic Con. My apologies, Los <laughs> Angeles Comic Con. Um, but we are at Los Angeles Comic Con 2023, um, and I like recording a live episode here every year, uh, just to uh, put it out on the feed. And some of the geekscapists around the world, who maybe they know Ben from superhero stuff, you should know. Hello, hello. <laughs> maybe, maybe they know Diallo from the Galactica. Podcast? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe they know Joe Johnson Jr. from being on Geekscape a few weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe they know Josh Jackson from what did y'all? Dynamic Resolution, the yeah, new Dynamic name for Geekscape Games. Now. Right. Used Dynamic Resolution. Games, a game podcast, sometimes a cookie podcast. You kind of never know. You don't know what you're going to cover on that podcast. And then Christian Blatt from the other half of the podcast on the Geekscape Network. Uh, there's Marvel Movie Talk. There's the. I mean, what do we have hosted? We, we have uh, Marvel Movie Talk, the Geekscape Book Club, and uh, you know anything else that uh, you ask me to do. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of specials. Like I just did that episode with uh, one of the directors of the Star Wars Holiday Special documentary, uh, Jeremy Kuhn, who I talked to for an hour when he mentioned that he was also a producer on Napoleon Dynamite, and it made me realize, oh, I should have done some research. I would have liked to have talked to him about that, but I had to let him go. <laughs> I uh, in. 
if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, I'm going to put that conversation with Jeremy between he and Christian out on the feed in a few days. So you're subscribed to the right place. Um, I like to use this uh, not only to, well, Heidi, you did a panel today. Yeah, I'm, I'm Heidi, by the way. That's my wife, Heidi, after the bro down. going to introduce me. You, you, she, Speaking uh, Heidi, of. Heidi, I, w- I have a question. Why don't, why don't you have a podcast on the Geekscape Network? Do you really want me to do that? What would it be? I have no idea. Something about it, women. It would probably be something that the Chimera Project and Dweeb Darlings would do with you. That'd be nice. For you. I like having women on the podcast network. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe we explore. So maybe. I'll, I'll reach out to America and Cheryl from Chimera Project. And we'll, Chimera Project is a nonprofit female filmmaker organization that I'm part of. And then I also have my own little production company called Dweeb Darlings that also tries to push, you know, uh, the idea of what celebrating more women on binary diverse roles in all parts of the industry, including in front but also behind the camera. So. I think that's in line with our mission as long as it's geeky and pop culture. I think sure. that's totally in line with this. And uh, guys, Heidi did a panel this morning with the Chimera Project where they flipped the gender roles in Batman the Animated Series, the Mad Love episode. And you put a lot of work into it. We did two Geekscape panels yesterday. Mm-hmm. Diallo, you had a panel yesterday. Zach, you had a panel. Ben, I think you were on a panel. Joe, you were on a panel. Zach had two panels yesterday. Zach had two panels yesterday. Yeah. My brother was on those some of those panels. I've been asking my brother to do podcasts for the last 18 years, and he, it took Zach well, to come and do a, a podcast with him. As, as Stan Bush says, I've got the touch. <laughs> you, you, you really do, though. You joke, but I really do think you do with when it comes to Paul. Yeah, Paul's hard to... I mean, this isn't a pro wrestling joke. I mean, a lot of people know Paul from WWE and that's, but yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, as his brother, he, he, he's hard to pin down to, <laughs> to commit to something like that, like a podcast. It's hard. Um, and I look up, and he's, um, he's uh, doing a wrestling podcast with you. Territory and I just, Marks. And I just brought, and he's doing Territory Marks with you, but I just brought your show, $2 Late Fee, onto the network, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. And yeah. immediately we're like, it's just growing and awesome. We're besties. And I almost wrote you guys because I spent the whole day with Paul yesterday, which is something that I, is so, I'm so grateful for. And I'm, I, was, I was on the subway, uh, and I was like, I'm going to text Zach and Diallo. And it was almost tearful. I'm going to be like, thank you guys so much for like, bringing Paul into the fold here so I can spend more time with my brother. And it was you guys who did it. You and, and I mean, I look up on Instagram, and you, he's like hanging out at your concerts and hanging out with you and Diallo, and it's in Dustin. It's awesome. They went to a movie together. Too. They go to the movies together. Like, like I don't get invited to the movies. Like, <laughs> you guys go to the movies together. Geekscape is now like, I, I loved building it, but now y'all are all doing stuff without me, and I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe that's how it's supposed to work. He's, he's one of uh, my son Bodie's. Uh, he's one of my son Bodie's. Uh, uh, godparents now, I believe. So no. wait, wait. No, he's not. Hold. Oh God, he's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My brother be his godparent. Be the, careful. He the, taught Bodhi how to <laughs> do a shooting star press. <laughs> I think the, the only person up here. Well, we addressed Heidi and maybe starting a podcast, but Geekscape is behind the scenes. After Joe was on the podcast, I was like, Joe, I want a podcast about tabletop or something with you in your group, or whatever you want to do, Joe, I still want you to do a podcast. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, Joe, you came on to launch your tabletop show with our friend Xander, who had been on Geekscape. I met him through Heidi. Uh, How's that going? Uh, Really well. Um, Into the micro. I'm just going to project. I'm I'm an actor. Uh, But, yeah, (laughs) we we started uh, Tabletop News uh, this year. It's... Ten episodes long. We're in the seventh episode. It airs every Thursday. So. Man, he ain't getting a podcast. He doesn't know how to put in a microphone. <laughs> you can project to the seven people in the room. I need it in the, I need it in the mic, Joe. It's for the recording. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Mic, all right. So I'll repeat that. Sorry. Um, take yeah. Two. So Take two. Um, so, yeah. We, we started Tabletop News. It's a new YouTube channel. Uh, we're on episode seven out of ten. It's every Thursday. Uh, so catch it. It's all the latest Tabletop News. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's really fun. A lot of a lot of guests have come on the show. Matthew Lillard's been on the show. Um, I have a, a pie, my own show called Tabletop Jocks, where you know Post Malone's been on it. Uh, Joe Magnello, um, just to name a few. Uh, we play board games and video games and Magic the Gathering. That's pretty much it. 
I just had Matt on Geekscape, and the things he said about you off camera. I'm kidding. <laughs> he, he, Matt, Matt Lillard was awesome. Uh, but let's let's actually talk about LA Comic Con 2023 and like what you guys have been Ooh. experiencing. Well, we've been doing panels. You guys have had a chance to walk the floor. You've had your own panels. Um, what are some of the things that, if you're Geekscape assisting to this and you weren't able to make it to Los Angeles Comic Con 2023, well, what are some of the highlights that maybe you've experienced? Maybe a panel you did, maybe some of the stuff you saw, maybe you bought some stuff, maybe you came with one of your kids, right? And uh, I know Christian's here with a kid, you're here with a kid, um, and and like what what's been the experience? Who wants to start? Like, just wherever you guys start from. I mean, oh, if, you too. if you don't mind, yeah. uh, uh, my son Bodie Schaefer. Uh, Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, He-Man cosplayer since uh, he was three years old. And what was some of the highlights? You, you said today, you said today that this, what did you say about today? I said that Comic-Con was really fun. And this is your first, like, Comic-Con that you really got to experience, right? Yeah. What did you buy today? Well, I buy this 20-sided die that, like, bounces. Because you're big into D&D, and right? And this Nintendo Switch game. Uh, What's it called? It's called Kung Fury, and you can literally... Why did you want it, buddy? Why did you want it? Because your father's an 80s head? Well, no. <laughs> no, tell him why you want it. Because I tested it out, and, like, I punched a guy open. You punched a Nazi open. <laughs> yeah. <I punched. laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, it's like, okay. he obliterated. <laughs> yeah, and then he got obliterated, so I was like, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> so, I mean, that's Comic Con right? up. That's pretty much Comic Con in a nutshell, right? Yeah. yeah. And it has swears in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's always a plus. Yeah. Let me get yeah. this straight. You, you, li you like tabletop. You are speaking in the microphone. Joe, we now have Bodie taking your job as a podcaster <laughs> on Geekscape. Joe, you need a co-op. Joe, the Bodie Joe show. <laughs> Joe, it kind of flows. <laughs> How did your panels go? My panels? Yeah, how did the $2 leave? Yeah, so I had two panels. Uh, one was 80s Nostalgia with my buddy Corey Stevenson from Podcasting After Dark. Uh, Diallo, of course, your brother, and Dustin from $2 Late Fee. Territory Marks was represented. It was amazing. We packed the room. It was full. There were people sitting on the ground. It was so busy. 80s Nostalgia, we talked about Stinkor. We talked about the Grassy <laughs> Junior High. We talked about Chuck Norris action figures. It was phenomenal. And then we had a Roadhouse panel with uh, Jill Sholin from Stepfather playing the role of Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse, uh, Ken Olin from Summer School and April Fool's Day, and your brother playing Wade, uh, who was, of course, played by Stan Elliott in Roadhouse. And that was equally fun as well. So this was a highlight. And I have you to thank. I have Diallo to thank. It was such a wonderful weekend and couldn't have gone better. Nothing but a good time, as Poison says. <laughs> I love how Bodie is going to outgrow you in like two days. Like, like, Bodie, have you heard of the 90s? Yeah. Does your I dad have. know about them? Huh? Do they talk about the 90s in your household? Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but what do we say when we say the 90s? The 90s. The 90s. <laughs> uh, now, Ben, you're one of the newer Geekscapists yes. on the network. Mm -hmm. What's your, been your experience? You were here yesterday, too, right? I was here yesterday. So this is my first time as a panelist. This is my first panel. Oh, my right God. Here my dude. So, so thank you. <laughs> I'm going to add audience and post. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. No. No, yeah. and, and and like eleven years ago, it was like my second time going to com uh, LA Comic Con, and it was Michael Uslan panel. You were the moderator there. Yeah, yeah I remember, I remember that. really well. Yeah, and uh, it's just incredible to be up here with you. You're you're a fantastic moderator. Then you still are. We oh, were at the panel thank yesterday. You. My friends, my friends all were just like, "This is the best panel we've been to." With the one that uh, you did yesterday with uh, Indie Comics. Oh, thanks. I remember that panel because. As afterwards, I saw you walking out going, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to start hosting. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said that out loud, yes. I mean, Very loudly in the hallway. Michael was great, but that moderator <laughs> was, was a jerk. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy to me that we, in Geekscapists who've been with us a long time, uh, we've been a part of this before LA Comic Con. Like, we oh, yeah. threw the party with Stan and Regina back when it was called Kamikaze. We... In San Diego, I just remember Regina taking me to lunch and saying, I've got this idea with uh, Elvira and Stan to start a, that's who I've got, and I want to start a, a, a comic convention in Los Angeles. And we went to lunch, and, and then that San Diego, 
the idea started coming together, and it was only a few months later, but the, the idea came together, and Shane O'Hare, who does dynamic resolutions with you, Josh, and uh, DJs, I remember we told him like a week before San Diego, hey man, can you bring your DJ equipment to San Diego? Because I think this party's gonna come together, and the party was an announcement uh, party for what was gonna become this convention, and I just remember the step and repeat had POW Entertainment, Stan's company, the early Kamikaze logo, the con that became this, and then the Geekscape logo. Oh, wow. And I walk into this rooftop that Regina happened to get, and we happened to, I remember going out and finding a PA system in LA, uh, in San Diego, so that Shane could have his music, and, uh, and we put it all together, and I think like a week, this launch party, and our, it was a magical night. And then, sure enough, a few months later, we had the first LA Comic Con, which was Kamikaze back then. But I remember being at this party, and like Joe Casada, who was editor in chief at the time of Marvel, comes in. Our friend Doug Jones, of course, comes mm -hmm. in. And Stan is in. And it, it, we're giving away comics on the dance floor for a dance contest. Like, <laughs> we're just fine for this. Either our, our pants, like, Half like like Lakers started showing up. Like Rick Fox, who was a retired Laker, like walks in. I'm like, Rick Fox is here. This is awesome. Rick Fox is here, and it was such an awesome night. Um, so whenever I think of LA Comic Con and I talk to LA Comic Con, obviously I proposed to you, Heidi, on the main stage back there. Um, that this is our hometown fest. This feels like yeah. home court advantage for us, mm -hmm. right? Like like San Diego is like an away game. This is home court advantage. Oh yeah. Because we can just walk around. So much easier. So many people. This is a family con for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now we got kids up on the panel. What did hey, you buddy. say? Well, years ago when we were, he and I were friends for a long time and I remember just sending you a message going, I saw you walk by but I didn't say hey and I was like, how was your con? And he's like, I love this laid back friendo con. That's what you call yeah. it. This yeah. is our friendo yeah. con. And that's kind of what it is. We've been friends with this con for a long time and Mm -hmm. Jade and, and everybody who's still part of it, who's from back then, they give us just carte blanche for what we want to pitch, right? Like if two dollar late fee wants to do a con, like a, a panel, if Ben you want to do a panel, like whoever mm -hmm. wants to do a panel, like they really kind of circle them and make sure they're on the schedule. And I really appreciate it because you guys are family, and we built Geekscape to create opportunities for. Mm -hmm. If it was just me, I'll step off the wrong curb and Geekscape's over. But if I bring my friends up to make stuff and give it a home to make stuff in, then it outlasts, you know, it outlasts the individual. And that's kind of what it was designed for. Well, I did try to apply for a panel, but... You also tried I'm still to interview with your car to test yeah, the theory. That's true, but that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah. If you apply to the panel, like, let me apply for your panel. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you, no, you did, you did for me. I, I appreciate that. But yeah, I got uh, Alex and Amanda who flew in from uh, North Carolina, and they, uh, I put them down for, uh, for that, uh, for that panel. But um, you know, the, they're here. They came all the way for that. And Alex has been a huge supporter of my podcast. So shout out to, to those two uh, for coming over here. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you, thank in, you. In Diallo, I met Ben at that writers. The uh, writers thing, the, the screenwriters thing in Santa Monica, where oh. we met Adam, and like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's all connected. Oh yeah, I talked to you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's all yeah. connected. <laughs> it's all. And remember when it's they the had the Escape Universe, when they started, like Agents of Shield on ABC, <laughs> and they were like, it's all connected. <laughs> I made a joke at the panel last night, like this is the the podcast MCU <laughs> Geekscape. It's all connected. Yeah. Wants to talk. Oh yeah, yeah, I just wanted to speak a little bit to what you were saying about um, being open to having panels. So I had a screening for my motion comic book called Angela and the dark at awesome. uh, Universal City Walk and Jonathan you moderated and you were like why aren't you doing this at LA Comic Con and I hadn't even like thought about it really yeah <laughs> and um yeah and so so my whole deal is that I even though I am incredibly good looking I am actually very uh, insecure and I need pushes a lot so having you kind of like do that for me like suggest that to me and then I submitted it and it actually made me believe that I could do when they accepted it and I so it, I had that little piece of me that like I doubt myself all the time or whatever but then I you you like put that in my head and then I submitted it and I accepted it and I showed it and my whole thing is I want to start showing it to more conventions and getting more people that I don't know to watch it so uh, so I appreciate you like just like being that space for these things to happen uh, I think we should all be expressing ourselves and finding the right outlets to express ourselves and I like building I'm just dumb enough to do it like that's the thing like 
I'm just I'm just dumb enough to do it and be like, well, let's just do it, see what happens. And so when we started Geekscape, that's kind of what it was. It's like Matt Kelly, who now runs the network, was like, I want to do a show. Great, put it on the umbrella. And now we have 30 plus shows, and like I've watched Geekscape go for the number one show on Geekscape, the network, to like 10th. Like it just other shows just started getting better, and that make, that fills me with so much pride. And for you guys, like, mm-hmm. I just, this is the place where I want you guys to launch. Uh, and if you want to launch somewhere else, launch somewhere else. Let's talk about LACC. Like, Heidi, <laughs> right. Heidi your panel today was awesome. And it was, I, I was there. Yeah. It was great. Thank you. Um, the person recording it, me, yeah. was it distracting? I saw that you were, oh. you tell, tell the story of what happened. Because um, you, you were on you were on the panel and you're checking like I do the same thing I look over and I was like is it still re- checking are the numbers still moving is you know yeah. when when you're recording you know. the panel and moderating the panel you do want to like look over at the recording and be like give me a thumbs up is it still recording this and that what happened when you looked over at the person me recording your panel today well it's because I know you too so like it's a, it's a stage reading so there are people in the audience with their eyes closed listening right but Jonathan was not. Listening, he just fell asleep. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm in the, I'm over in the microphone, being like, <laughs> like doing all this Playing crazy, <laughs> like Joker, crazy, screamy, like creepy, laughy stuff, and he's like <laughs> back there. But I don't know. He like your I your sleep patterns are interesting. Anyway, so he sits. The guy, if the guy sits still. Oh man, that's why he's just always moving. That's what that but. snoring was in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but he opened his eyes and saw me, and he just kind of went because we have this thing. Whenever he's falling asleep, and I look at him and I notice, he always looks at me and just nods like "yep," like, and that's yeah. exactly what you did to me. My in the back apologies. <laughs> Welcome to married life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's nice. I like being married to you. Joe Johnson, this is what you have to look forward to, man. Hey, when are you getting married, Joe? Oh, yeah. uh, that depends. Uh, we cool. <laughs> we got to find a venue that's less than 50 grand. So. Oh, we know one. Yo, are you cool with swastikas everywhere? <laughs> oh, my God. I think the only people... What movie, Bodhi, what movie did I just walk into? Is this Inglorious Bastards Bodhi, Part 2? Like, Bodhi, what? hey, Bodhi, can you clear this place out? Okay, so I was just telling this... Guys, I was just telling Ken Napsok this story because he was... I mean, I don't want to blow up his business, but he has a fiancé, and, and because I've been married now twice... Uh, you, okay, Heidi's my second marriage, and I and I was like, oh, I know how to get married. Um, <laughs> so we, we found this. I don't know if I told you this, Joe. We, I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's a beautiful ranch up oh, okay. near, like, it's, uh, in, it's, in West like Hill. it's in West Hills, like Northridge. But it was built before the in the twenties, be, before the traditional sun symbol had been co-opted by the Nazis, and it was swastika. Oh, oh so, no. So so like some of the some of the stonework. Around like things like a keystone over like a window or something, is a swastika. Well, it looks like a swastika. It's actually flipped the, the other direction. It is, okay. yeah. So, but people are just gonna see it. They're yeah, not gonna, gonna know it's in the wrong like, direction. They're just gonna see but, it and be like, "What the fuck?" But we totally got married there, and so many of our friends have had bar mitzvahs <laughs> and bat mitzvahs there. Like people have their bar mitzvahs there. It's, okay. So. Um, it's worth looking at. It's an LA Parks property. It's very reasonably priced and it's beautiful. I know. And they do have like a whole like historic plaque that explains all of that. But it is but like it should be like in lights, like, hey, this is not that plaque not what you think it is. When you when you park and you get out of your car, there's a plaque that's like, so about the swastikas. (laughs) Like uh, just a heads up on the swastikas, but I was just telling I was just telling Ken Napsock I was like, oh, I've got a place that's cheap. Um, but like Matt Kelly, who runs our network, who I love, and I know you're listening, Matt, I love you so much. And like people like Matt and George Callert, who's my partner in Geekscape, like we showed up early and we went around covering the, the, the flags, yeah. uh, covering the, the, those stones. Just and it um, us feel better. Yeah. And it, like what, so many of our, our wedding party is, was Jewish. Like we had so many of our my, friends. My best man Ju- was Jewish. Right, are yeah. your, your step-parents are my Jewish. My step-parents are Jewish. Yeah. But like halfway through the night, you like the, the tape started like oh, coming no. off. So you can't like, oh. you have to use like <laughs> Or maybe, maybe it was like, maybe it was like, like at the end of Raiders when like, the, like it starts burning through the crate. Right? <laughs> like the, like the evil, like, like whatever the fucking power inside the crate starts burning through. Whatever it was. They started appearing, but I just remember we covered all these. There were like 24 of them. We covered them, and then we're outside of the groom suite, and Casper Van Dien goes, 
You missed one. And he looks, oh. <laughs> and there is a giant like metal. It's like an iron, wrought iron swastika that was like part of the window cover so you don't break the glass. And it was like, instead of bars, they just had this giant effing swastika. And he's but like, you missed one. And I was like, dude, I don't have a fucking what? table cover for that. But it's a sun sign. It's, it's, it's a sun sign. But yeah, it can be triggering. But it's still a beautiful venue and a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, just CGI it all out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. You know? Fix it in post. Fix it in post. Yep. Fix Joe, it in post. I would do it, if, especially if you want to come down the aisle to like, like, like Flight of the Valkyries or something. <laughs> he, he was telling me. I was thinking Highway to the Danger Zone, but it might be. Oh, no, he, yeah, he was just talk. telling me out in the hall, Highway to the Danger Zone, which I think could be cool. That would that would be more appropriate <laughs> Zach. for that venue. Uh, you don't want to do like a ref, like Lenny Riefenstahl, like like music or anything. Oh. Like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joe, we're gonna press you to get married, but affordably. Yeah. And um, safely. It'll happen. It'll yeah. happen soon. Cool. We only been engaged two years, so it's fine. All right. <laughs> you got that. We'll get there. Well, you, you should you should go take a look at it at least. Yeah. Take a look. At it. It's definitely under. Stop making. Look. He's making it's it sound <laughs> worse than it is. No, it's beautiful. Beautiful property. All right. I believe you. So, <laughs> how was your panel on Friday? Panel was fun. Um, what do, was your panel? Does anybody know about Magic: The Gathering, the card game? Uh, what? The largest freaking card game. Um, so yeah, so that's what the panel was on. Uh, we were talking about um, Commander. It's like a single singleton format, hundred cards. Uh, it, it kind of blew up in the last like probably like three or four years. It's been like a the best selling uh, product of Magic, and kind of what I kind of got my start in that. You know, um, I guess facet. I started uh, playing Commander. I was on a couple Commander shows, and then. Uh, a big portion of uh, tabletop jocks is uh, the commander portion. A lot of people come on and play that. Um, like I said, obviously. You know, How's it different? It's it's like a it's like a multiplayer kind of thing. So you have four people up, or at least four people playing, and then you kind of go around, take turns. It's like instead of the one v one thing, uh, and it's forty life instead of twenty. And yeah, as no no card can can be the same in your deck, so you have to have. Singleton, like each individual cards, and it's it's just a lot of fun. Moves faster, does it? Uh, does it with us? Yes. <laughs> that was kind of what the panel was. Is like the power creep, yeah. and like how crazy things are getting, and like how quickly you can win. Because when I was introduced, I kind of got thrown in the fire, and my player group was winning on like turn one through three, and that's not normal. Yeah. Apparently, uh, it's like you're supposed to win on like turn eight to ten, and that's kind of how I just play. So I'm like, hey, whatever, just play whatever. That's awesome. And they were like, nah, that's not how we, that's not casual at all. One of the booths here is Collector's Paradise, which is a comic shop. There's three shops here in L.A. Uh, run by our buddy Ed. And the funny thing about Collector's Paradise, to just change subject, because I'm looking at Josh Jackson down there next to Christian, is if you guys met before today... Christian Blatt and Josh, you guys were in the same line on we're, Wednesday. We're sitting next to each other, and we you still you haven't have met. Close. We don't. haven't even met right now. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah, you don't have to get close to my Mr. Blood. That being said. Um, I was trying to wake up my son. <laughs> You're waking up those, the, the podcast listeners. Like, whoa. Um, so talk about what happened on Wednesday, because I looked up, and you guys had both posted on social media that you were at the same signing at Collector's Paradise in NoHo with the actress who plays Miss Marvel. And I was like, you guys should meet. Love you guys are both at the same signing. And Christian was at the front of the line, and Josh was roughly at the back of the line, and there were three hours between them. Yeah, so uh, I was there, let's see, this was Wednesday the 29th, and I know because it was my daughter's sixth birthday. And the actress's name is? Amon Vellani. Yeah, yeah. She plays so Marvel, she's, yeah, she's the actress who plays Ms. Marvel, but she also is the co-writer on a Ms. Marvel, The New Mutant. I don't I actually don't even know the title of the book. Yeah, she writes the comic. Yeah, so she wrote the, this four-issue series. Uh, so I went there because I found out that they were giving out the tickets as soon as they opened at 11 a.m. So I went there at like 9.30 in the morning with my big like chair with cup holder to wait. I was like number eight in line. And even so, it took about an hour and 15 minutes before we got in and out because they had, like, their signature series people, which was fine. They just 
didn't really let us know that. And it was raining in LA, so of course, everyone <laughs> signing was late. But that was the only reason why I was there early, because I saw the line. It was so long. And I honestly didn't care about getting anything signed. I just wanted to get a picture of my daughter with Ms. Marvel. That was the first uh, MCU movie she'd seen. In the th Actually, the first MCU movie she'd ever seen. And she loved the cats, you know? And uh, <laughs> my, that's the, what my son liked about it as well. Yeah. So I just wanted to get the picture. And the the there was somebody in front of us in line who asked if she had anything to get signed, my daughter, Lucy. And I was like, no. So he gave her a Ms. Marvel pop vinyl to get signed by Mon Volani. I was just going to guess it. So, yeah. so it was great. And uh, at the point I was there, they were still letting you take pictures. But I feel like by the time you went in, maybe it was a, it was a little different. Oh, yeah. The front of the line was, was, was actually pretty good. We recovered from the rain. What's was the back of the line like, Josh? Yeah. So, yeah, the back of the line was a completely different story. So... I was about a hundred, and there was like another hundred people behind me. Oh my God! So yeah, and then the advertised time for the signing was like from five to eight. So, from our perspective, like we didn't move for like an hour, hour and a half, and we had no idea what was going on. Like I learned through the text, uh, the group text that we had that they had let in the like VIPs or whatever ahead of the um, ahead of the actual people in line. But yeah, uh, by the time I think we got in. Like we got in two hours after the start time, and around 7:30. So like, or yeah, so like um, about two hours in or so, they're like, "Oh, okay, so no more like one item per person, no pictures, no nothing." And then so at that point, it started moving fast. But yeah, our interaction was just completely different. It's like we were just kind of in and out. It was kind of like an assembly line. You sign your stuff. All right, get out and make room for the next person, which is understandable because I think the store closes at eight, and there was still another hundred people in line behind us at like oh 750. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty it was pretty crazy. And thankfully we had like this tiny corner underneath like a supplement store that we were able <laughs> to hide under from the rain. So that part wasn't too bad. We were just like terrified because we got I think issues number one and issues number four to get signed. And we're like, oh man, our comics are gonna get all rained on by the time we get in. They're just gonna be like a soggy mess by the time anyone tries to sign them. They're gonna tear under the uh, under the marker. Uh, so, yeah, we were just holding on to those for dear life. But once we finally got in, like, everything was cool. Everyone was really nice. It was nice having that interaction that we had. And uh, I'm glad that we did it. It was a lot of fun. I think I was, like, excited that you guys were both – I mean, I should have known that this was going to be a huge event. I did know it was going to be a huge event. And I avoided NoHo, like, on that day because I knew it was going to be crazy. But – well, I texted you both and said, hey, I don't know if y'all have met in person. This is a Geekscape crossover event. Y'all should meet and hang out because I love both of you guys. And it's like, no, we're two hours apart. This isn't going to happen. And then Other, Otherwise, I would have invited Josh to Lucy's. The front of the line? Well, no, to Lucy's uh, sixth birthday dinner at Bob's Big Boy, but uh, which she was late for because of this. She, thanks we were, 20, we were 20 minutes late, thanks to Amon Volani. No, actually, it was great. But. Um, I just think it's cool that you guys were on the same line. Like, Remember, Josh, when we used to have, like, Camp out for Amiibos and like for the. Were you at the Wii U camp out at the Best Buy in Atwater at one time? I think so, yeah. And yeah. we would just have like the internet's kind of ruined the whole geek camp out thing. And it was a real thing where you'd get the lawn chairs and somebody'd be playing Uno and you'd have snacks for all night and you'd camp out for the new system or mm -hmm. the Amiibo fever back in the day. Right, look forward to the fist fights in the parking lot over the Greninja. <laughs> yeah, the Greninja. <laughs> but now, now what happens if I need an Amiibo? Like for the, for like. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Like I just hit up Josh. I go, hey Josh, can you help me get this? I, I missed the Best Buy pre-order. Mm -hmm. The internet's destroyed this community that you can build in line, you know. Because I met you, Josh. You, I met you. You were working, still working at GameStop, and we came in, and maybe you were working wearing like a wrestling shirt or something. But we started talking about my brother, and mm -hmm. I saw that you were like passionate about the subject matter, and I could tell you were literate. So I was like, why don't you write for the website <laughs> and like do some stuff, you know? And here you like, how long ago was that? God, that was forever ago, and I'm going to date myself, but I think it was like 2004, 2005, because I think we wow. started talking because there was an advertisement on the table for like WWE Day of Reckoning or something, which was like a GameCube game from, yeah, it was like a GameCube game, so that's how far back we're talking. Uh, but yeah, we just started talking about that. You, you know, mentioned Paul, who was uh, my wife's favorite wrestler, so... We got talking about that. You told me about uh, Geekscape. I think it was still Geek Drome at the time, even. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then you know the rest is history, and we've been friends ever since. Did your wife know that she was going to go to Paul Lennon's brother's wedding? 
Uh, not at the time. That's weird. Right? <laughs> yeah, not at the time. And I think you, she mentioned it yesterday, but you were at the wedding. You are like, did you guys say hi to Paul? And she's like, no, she's still so like Has your wife ever talked to my brother? He was here all day yesterday. It was amazing. No, we were actually in that panel, and yeah, she just hightailed it out as soon as it was over. So. Wait, wait, wait. I can, 15, I can make that happen, by the way. After almost 20 years, your wife has... Megan, Megan, who... I love the episodes you do of Dynamic Resolution where it's you and Megan. I think Megan's amazing. I wish she'd do a podcast. But she has yet to talk to my brother? I don't think she has. The only time was we were at, like, a pro wrestling gorilla show, and she waited till he was, like, safely 50 feet away. And she's going to kill me for telling this story. But uh, she, she waited till he was really far away, and she, like, shouted, I love you, Paul. And then he turns, he turns around, and then she, like, hides behind me, and he doesn't see anybody, so then he just keeps walking. Did but my that, brother think that you love him? I, I think Is that so. what happened? Like, just sees you standing there? <laughs> he either thought it was me or the guy next to us who was stalking Roderick Strong. So I'm sure either way he was trying to get out of there as fast as possible at that point. we got to make this happen. I mean, Zach just said that he could make it happen, and he is the Paul Whisperer. Yeah, you're so. the Paul Whisperer. I can't get my brother to do anything, Zach. You get my brother to start podcasts. And stuff. Can you work on Joe Johnson, Jr.? Yeah, sure. For the sure. podcast? Can sure. you get him to podcast who, who on the Who do you network? want? Who do you want? I'll get him. Do I want Joe Johnson, Jr. He's the want? funniest person who's been on the network. I was just saying the other day. No offense, Shane. I've had, like, uh, I don't know, what, 50, 60 people on the show for $2 late fee as guests, you know, yeah. quote, unquote. And, um Whatever that you got, Don the Dragon is, Wilson. You yeah. might as well get Joe Johnson Jr. I mean, whatever that stroke is, however we've been able to get people on the show, I have no idea because I'm doing it organically. Um, it's just happening. So who you want, I'll get. Because you, you're charming, dude. But so are you. No, so. I show up and they're like, "Who's this ugly Ray Romano looking dude coming <laughs> up with me?" Like you don't Ray like Romano. Ray Romano at all. It's like, who, why is Ross from Friends talking to me? It's like <laughs> I call it the Bodie factor. Actually, if if I use my bring up my son, suddenly it just melts hearts. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, is that how you got Cynthia Rothrock? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time, just yes. Bodie, can you ask Joe Johnson Jr. to start a podcast on our network? Yeah, all you got to do is this. Don't uh, do it to me. I already have a show. Sadia, so it's like, like a cute face? He's giving like puppy oh, dog eyes. Okay, so puppy he's doing dog puppy dog eyes. eyes. For those of you that are listening. Puppy dog eyes through the eyes through the face of a nine-year-old. But you did that. What did you guys buy at the convention? So he got this 20-sided die. It's, it's huge. It bounces. Uh, he plays a weekly D&D game with uh, his friends. And actually, uh, fun fact, the, the, his DM is the inspiration for Simon in the Dungeon Dragon movie, So uh, played by Justice Smith. So that kid, who was my kindergarten student, who now teaches DM to people all over the country, uh, was the DM for the Dungeon and Dragon movie behind the scenes. And That's the screen, so cool. And the screenwriter was like, I'm going to name a character after you. Little did he know it was the second lead on the movie, Simon, played That's by so Justice cool. Smith. So it was very cool. Simon Alexander is his name. That's and, amazing. Um, yeah, and, and so Bodhi got a sweet 20-sided die, and then he got the Kung Fury game, and, you know, it's you're killing Nazis, and uh, there's nothing it wrong with that. Explode. No swastikas anywhere, thank goodness. So, uh, <laughs> Call Casper Van Dien and Matt Kelly. Uh, no, nice callback. Yeah, nice you're call destroying back. cars, like Street Fighter style. Oh, he got a Street Fighter. He got a Ryu. We went to the Yada booth. Yeah. Uh, Jada, game, Jada Toys, I think is what it is. They're selling Street Fighter figures now. They're selling Fast and the Furious Micro Machines. Cause Micro Whoa! Machines Very dope. Do they have the guy that's talking really fast? I believe they do. The Micro oh, Machine guy Yashida, here? yeah. John Yashida, or whatever his name is. Blur in the Transformers of the movie. Yeah, he was Blur. Uh, by the way, I just interviewed Vince DiCola to talk about Transformers <gasps> the movie, and he did a live concert for us, and it's going to be on $2 late fee at the middle of December. Your show is so much better than mine. I'm it's just, on my network. I'm just saying. So um, we bought. I got a. He got a Ryu from Street Fighter. It comes in a box that looks like the Street Fighter arcade game. Street Fighter Two arcade games. Super oh, rad. That's cool. Check what out Jada Toys. That, okay, first off, that Vince Dicola thing makes me so happy. So Vin, I cannot yeah. wait to hear that interview. It's it's gonna drop in t uh, whenever this airs, middle of December. And uh, we talked about Rocky Four. We talked about he. And so I'll just tease you with this that he said Transformers the movie he's grown to appreciate he, he didn't, didn't like it at first no because his process with it he had to do it in no time Hasbro gave him no time to the make score's score is amazing and it he now loves the score that he did in fact he talks about he plays a piece on the show from an unreleased video game that Hasbro never came out with for uh, Transformers called um, well you'll listen to the interview and, and, but he plays that piece in the interview that's amazing with Kenny Meredith his longtime partner that's incredible. 
uh, I'm shaken. I can't wait for that episode. Um, what else did you guys yeah. buy? Like, I think I bought three comics today, but um, for the most part, I've just been kind of meeting comic book creators. How about you guys? Did you buy anything? I got a, I got a few more guests. That's not something yeah, that I that's, bought, No, that's great. that's great. <laughs> that's great. This is for the superhero stuff you should know? Yes, yes. So uh, one of the major highlights was we went to see the screening for Doomed, which was about the what happened to the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie. And we that talked canceled. about that. And we talked about that, too. And, and after the screening, they had Ole Sasson, uh, Joseph Culp, uh, Glenn Garland, who was the editor on that, and Craig Nevius, who's not in that documentary, but he was the screenwriter on did, that. Did Mark, was Mark did a part, uh, yeah, yeah, part and, and of he, the... He, yeah, he basically was passing the microphone yeah. Uh, Mark to Sykes. people. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Former Geekscape in, in guest the, who, who organized the Corman Fantastic Four go, reunion, yeah. cast reunion on a Geekscape episode yeah. many years ago. Because yeah, I, I did see your name like, in the credits of the movie. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, I, I know that guy. <laughs> I think I, ha- I have... Ne- I don't think I've seen the movie. I didn't know my name were in the credits. But I love you, Mark. That's out now. I think you know what? I think I actually I have the movie, and I think I have seen it, but yeah, my memory yeah. is garbage. No, well, well, what happened was I love during Mark Sykes. it, during it, like during the Q and A, it was just like Mark. Mark was like, "So does anyone have any questions?" Nobody was raising their hands. So I'm just like, "I got a couple," uh-huh. and then like after I asked mine, nobody had any other stuff. I'm like. I'm like I'm ready to moderate this thing. I yeah. can get a panel. I will get I will get up there if need be. You'd be great at uh, it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, superhero stuff you should know is about uh, a lot of lost media, about superheroes, unproduced screenplays, uh, deleted scenes, concept art, uh, uh, and I guess canceled superhero movies since that's becoming more than just the Corman movie. Right. Um, <laughs> recently, but yeah, uh, yeah. So that, I was like, this is if there's any panel here that fits my show, it's this one. Yes. To ask, like, if anybody would be down, and I think because of the fact that I asked good questions to that, I brought them up, and they all, like, smiled at me and stuff, and I'm just like, I'd love to have you all on the show, and all, and I talked to all of them, I got their contact info, and we'll figure something out for 2024 for for that. That's amazing. Thank you. That is amazing. (laughs) So... I just want to jump in uh, because I am fascinated with the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie, and I want to point out it is still the best Fantastic Four movie we've gotten to date, it is, and yeah. I don't think you can debate that. The score is John Williams' level. I was amazed by it when I saw it. I was like, this is legit. <laughs> it's very Kirby. It's very Stan very Lee, Kirby. and you, I mean, it's kind of crazy how that one, they still hold the option because of it. Like, yeah. it's... It's incredible. Yeah. Um, is it's it good? The jeweler in it. Mm, is it faithful? Yes. It's faithful. Yes. It's very, very, very faithful. But it was also made for a million dollars. Yes. And it shows when Mr. Fantastic waves and in the white shot, yes. you know the close-up of the hand is just a little fake hand on a stick being waved in front of the camera. In, in the documentary, That's Joseph, right. who plays Doctor Doom, was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." Was yeah. <laughs> his reaction to that? And 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 again, like I I. I found out about a month a month ago that Carl Sierfalio, who played mm. the thing, if Geekscape is if you Google a GoFundMe with Carl's name, uh, Carl is actually in declining health, and his stunt career driving the cars for things like everything from Drive to Dark Knight to some of the best stunts in the business. He was mm. Blunt Man when he went through the wall. He was Kevin Smith's mm. blunt, uh, stunt double on Mallrats. Like Carl is actually I found out a, like a month ago, like uh, our friend Carl Sierfalio from Fantastic mm. Four. Yeah who had to put up with that suit <laughs> the shoot, yeah. um, is in declining health. So Geekscape, if you're listening to this, go search GoFundMe for Carl's GoFundMe because, you know, that was a rough life as yeah. a stuntman. And it, it's, you know, it's really hard. We'll put that on uh, Superhero Stuff You Should Know because every month we also do like a charity thing. We just picked a random thing. It's not like... And he is the, he's the first We try thing. to put a whole bunch of like GoFundMes with like Peter Davids we put on there. Yeah. Uh, Valerie Perrine from the 70s Superman because I'm just like, these people were part of our childhoods. And also, if you're a superhero fan, you should also be down to help other people and help the helpless. And you should be a hero, probably. You should be a hero, too, and not be toxic. So, like, right. that's what we try to promote on the show. At least hero adjacent, right? Well, yeah, that's a different type of toxic. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the uh, Geek Savers, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, we, this weekend we have our Big Brothers Big Sisters 12-hour yeah. Christmas holiday charity stream. Uh, we're all parts of it. Like, Diallo, we'll you're a part of it. Ben, you're a part of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. $2 late fees a part of it. Christian, you doing any of that? All right. Yeah. How do we get Joe Johnson Jr. to be a part of it? Just the running. The Brody's going to get it for us. How did you build this this network? Oh, by bullying? <laughs> bullying, public shaming, calling Diallo in the middle of the night? That's actually how you got Galactica actually on your uh, network. 
talk to me about that because you've got another podcast that's not on there yet. But yeah. I, you know, I'm coming for it. <laughs> I looked up and talk about Galact- the Galactica cast. Yeah, so Galactica actually, we just Galactica uh, yeah, Galactica actually, we uh, we're doing like a recap of uh, the reimagined Battlestar Galactica. Um, and uh, I, had, I think uh, my co-host Jamie Smith, uh, we had put up the first couple episodes, and uh, <laughs> and then you like messaged me. It's like, why isn't this on Geekscape? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of hanging out or whatever. So we put it up there. Just and doing it's my like, thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And why would then I promote anything. Yeah. The yellow method. Because you know me. That's a, yeah. That's how I am. We already discussed this, right? Yeah. Um, and then, but then the um, you're a tree falling in the woods. Yes, I am. Um, and then, and then my other, the one I just started, uh, I've been doing. So I've been writing reviews of movies, but it's been very, very casual. And it's called uh, another, <laughs> another. What is it called? Another uh, review that you did that you didn't ask for. Yeah, and I've been I've been writing those for like a decade. But then I was like, why don't I start? recording these after I write them and then I but I it's like super casual I don't like have a regular schedule so I just kind of put them up and then you like you got you got in there again but I'm, I'm not you don't have the ready just yet we, we, we don't need the reviews because Christian when the Marvels came out did like 17 Marvels episodes yeah on his feed that. and oh he finally did get a girl on one of the episodes to talk about the Marvels the predominantly <laughs> yeah I just saw like seven how many special we, we, many? Did, we did three and one of them was specifically apart from me all people who hated it I thought that was important because and it was a good conversation probably but they were all the, dudes. Yes, yeah, uh, and I believe me, there were, I, I texted you about this. That there were people I asked, uh, women who liked it, who were like, no, I, just, I don't ever talk about Marvel movies because they don't like the interaction with fans. Oh, know? no, that's sad. Yeah. Now, now, Geekscape, is, I do give Christian a hard time to be like, oh, do you have a predominantly female superhero movie and you got a bunch of dudes to talk about it. That's weird. Uh, but just put, like most for, of my life, for all that. the women said no. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, th- thanks for putting a Geekscape logo on that level, Vincel. But, uh, but no, that actually makes sense, and I think that's a reason that we we have to like work against this, right? Yeah. Like we have to keep pushing to have women in oh, behind the microphone, and like hopefully Geekscape becomes a safe space for them to do these things because we have added a few female-hosted shows just in the last few months, um, and I think it's important. So uh, let's do this. Um, y'all have bought some things. Y'all have experienced some things. Y'all have sat through panels. Uh, we've all caught up with friends. I see some friends coming in the room. Who's this over here? Come here. Come talk to the mic, Rick. You were just on Geekscape a few months ago. Um, introduce yourself, please. Please, please. Are you kicking me I out? I don't think you're escaping yeah, on this either. Do you want me yeah. to move? Uh, if you want, just a little bit, Heidi. If I want? Or I'll move. I'll just, Tony, come just here. Squeeze in we're we're squeezing in guests. Or I can move too, guys. But no, Diallo, you have to stay. Introduce yourself. Everybody can go. That's fine. No, no, sit down. No, I was like, yeah, we need. I was like, I was like, we need more women on Geekscape. Heidi, do you mind uh, <laughs> moving <up>? over? <laughs> Craig, talk real quick. Talk real quick. Real quick. I'm a, hi, my name is Craig. I'm talking really quick. And uh, no, I'm a comic book artist. My name is Craig Rasmussen. Thank you so much for having me once again uh, for a wrap up, just like in San Diego. And you were just in, on Geekscape a few months ago. Yeah, in San Diego. Yeah. And but then, then before that too. And then before that, yeah, more months. More months. A few months, then a few more months. That's what I was trying to say. Anyway, sorry to correct the host. Hi, I'm here presenting many of my books. I am uh, the, <laughs> the publisher of monkeygong.com. Everything is written and drawn by me. This is my newest book, The Adventures of Dr. Cotton Hickox, a super insane time travel uh, comic featuring amnesia, evil twins, and martial arts. Uh, I've had a great time. I'm very happy to be here and talk about the convention. we got to talk about this, though. All right. Okay, for first off, he gave me a copy of this comic back in San Diego when he signed at our booth for an hour, and... It didn't have any word bubbles in it. It was like completely without, you hadn't titled the book yet. You hadn't put titles in the book yet. I read it and I made up my own titles. And I thought that it was just going to be like an art book that doesn't have titles in it. I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's like a cool jam. And like he's just kind of going places because it's a very metaphysical book. It's really weird and, and awesome. And then I get here and he's like, I got something for you, Jonathan. And I was like, what's that? He gives me the book and he's added all the titles to it. And I was like, I don't need that, man. Well, yeah, I don't need that because I got, a, I got a binder full of notes that I made yeah, I and I want to give them to you so that you can write these words into the comic instead. It's like, it's like when a new version of Blade Runner comes out and it's like, or like when the special editions of Star Wars came out, it's like, 
Nah, man, that ain't mine. You know, that's the next generation's. That could be their story. I already got mine. All right, crack. But um, no, I think it's cool. Did this is your story, I so you should be able to do whatever. Out with you? No, you George Lucas, okay. your own book, bro. True. No, I, I actually like it. I think Wait. it's cool. How do I feel about that? You special edition your book. No, like it's your book. You should be able to do whatever you want with it. True. True. Thank you. Well, Are the sales okay? How's the floor? The floor is a little quiet. This is it's quiet. Show. Yeah. Because this guy's up here yelling. Joe Johnson, get a car podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I should be down there yelling at Joe Johnson. Listen, it's great to be here. There's an amazing array of talented people. I have a lot of friends in the room. There's great people in the audience. Uh, There's always a good time to meet people and show them your stuff. So regardless if it's slow or not, there's always a contingent of that crowd that's interested and helpful. Yeah, make some noise. That was your sign. Get up here. No, you're coming up. (laughs) All right. Uh, Beyond just friends that you see when you go to their booth, like I did yours. You see people walking around all the time. We got an esteemed documentary filmmaker up here and he's making no you're coming up here you, you're coming up <laughs> and we got to talk about this film you were also on geekscape and you're also at comic-con but you were filming at comic-con you didn't do a signing at comic-con in our booth you were filming there yeah. introduce yourself i will i'll take your place sure. okay. hey everyone nice to meet you all. nice to be here that's hey. that's kind of you uh the movie's called selling superman it's uh Documentary. It's based in Detroit. I see a lion's hat there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Royal Oak. Royal Oak, yeah. This one, like Bloomfield Hills area is uh, Franklin area. Anyway, my my friend from high school inherited a 300,000 book collection and a Superman number one. Uh, So it's called Selling Superman. It it really becomes a family portrait. His father had Asperger's, hoarded it, broke up the family quite a bit. And my buddies in some ways rewriting the story of the collection and trying to make it a good thing, get the books in the right hands. His father never shared books, and you know books are meant to be read and shared. He would just buy them and put them in boxes. So a little bit of a tragedy, but, but uplifting, and a family portrait, and also a deep look at mental health. And it's fascinating. It might, it might turn into a four-episode miniseries instead of Whoa. a... That's how, it, that's how it's looking now. We're at, we're at about 120 in, minutes, and we have in, a 40 more. yourself. Oh, my name's Adam Schomer, Adam. and I'm a documentary filmmaker. And, and, Happy to be here. And when I heard that story solicited to me, Geekscape, so I was like, I gotta tell this story. I was like, this story, you, Adam, and you guys, you guys gotta come on the show and talk about how you found one of the most valuable collections of comics on the planet. True. In in guys, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, this comic collection yeah, is. Crazy. Insane, and this guy kept it in an attic or wherever for the whole house. decades. The whole house. I, I'm a little newer to comics, so I, I just think people have five thousand dollar books hanging around, <laughs> stacked everywhere. Hundred thousand, ten copies of a hundred copies of Star Wars one in pristine collect in condition. Things like X Men. Yeah, see, I don't even really know the titles to be honest. But thirty thousand dollar books, and he's got twelve of them, and in nine eights. And, and anyway, yeah, the collections insane. And it's. And it's and some of it's getting slabbed and sold on like heritage auctions, and this is millions and millions of dollars, and it was just discovered. And when I texted Christian earlier, I was like, "Hey, where are you?" Speaking of slabbed, expensive items, what did you text me back, Christian, about where you were on the floor and what you were up to? I had uh, mentioned to my son that uh, my son Felix, who's uh, doing uh, reading one of the things that we bought, which is a, a book called Ham Helsing, which is a, a pig who I guess kills vampires. Uh, <laughs> we saw some slab Pokemon cards, uh, which is uh, something he's very interested in. But these slab Pokemon cards uh, were selling for four hundred and fifty dollars. Yep, so he four hundred and fifty dollars for yeah. a Pokemon card. Yeah. So I told him those are just for looking. <laughs> yeah. Right now, Joe's like, they got any magic down there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go buy a slab magic, the gathering card. I'll, yeah, I got, I got a couple hundred dollars on me. I'll go buy a magic card. Why not? Your, your fiance's like, when are you thinking we're going to get married? You're like, baby, yeah, why don't you sell the magic cards? Do it. Be like, no, baby, I, I, I got a line on a place with swastika. We're going to talk. It's a nice place, but they're backwards. Don't worry. Um, Adam, when do you expect to make this series available? Because I've been looking for this since you guys have been filming it. You keep filming on it. I, I, you know I'm going to come in as producer? I'm going to call it quit and stop. Yeah, no, stop f- filming. filming's done. We're uh, um, End of January, we should have a first cut. You can, I'll bring you in okay. along with some people I was just meeting over there. In the, in the, there was a panel called 99% of Films Are Garbage. <laughs> so I, I wanted to get those 
total critics that hate films to watch an early cut, honestly, to, to help us uh, refine it and make it, make it good. So end of January, we'll have a cut, and then it'll come out sometime in 24. We'll see if it, it goes right to streaming or if we you know, do something else. Did you just say you'll be at the Geekscape booth in San Diego promoting the release of this project? Exactly. Didn't you guys hear me say that? Yes. Like, <laughs> no, by then it'll be, that'll be happening, absolutely. Adam, thank you for coming on. My pleasure. <laughs> that was nice of you. Everyone's from Detroit you. here. I love it. Everyone's yeah. from I ain't from the guys. I stepped foot in Detroit and I'm dead. I, I ain't going to no Detroit. Heidi, get back out here. You don't guys. go to Detroit. Detroit comes to you. Yeah, guys. So guys, wait, wait. We got a few minutes left. What do you got? What do you got? I got, I got one ben, thing. So uh, I'm also I'm promoting an indie comic of my own. I'm not as far along. As You've been keeping stuff. secrets. I've been keeping secrets. Yeah, I've been. I've got this going on. So basically, uh, I've been putting together my own indie comic. These are cards I've got exclusive to LA Comic Con uh, that I'll give out to everybody here. Uh, but uh, this is basically for an indie. No, no comic you don't have to take a picture of it, Yellow. He's giving you the card. He, I got oh. a QR code for oh, it. it. So it. basically, the, with the card comes not just the cover. <laughs> <laughs> mind my own business. I wouldn't have a Galactic podcast if I mind my own business <laughs> no with the card comes with a qr code where you can get a preview of the first um five pages but it's essentially about a world it's sort of a game of thrones cutthroat world of supervillains. five families of supervillains rule over this area and the main character supposedly works as a henchman for him but he's actually working undercover on the inside to take them all down and when he does take them down is he going to become the hero who saves everybody or is he going to become the next supervillain you don't know so that's the whole idea. In Geekscape, if you're not familiar with the superhero stuff that you sh- that you should know, uh, podcast mm-hmm. Ben's not just like a Ben's not just like a scrub writer. Like oh, he writes. You. I mean, Ben, you've been writing for a long time. I've been and, writing for a bit. You, I, you write like versions of the movies that never came out in yeah, the superhero I do, universe. It's like I do audio the sequel dramas. to yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the sequel to the 89 Batman. Like, what yeah. would a third film look like if yeah. it had been done with... We do, I do audio dramas for a channel called Newverse Creative that uh, basically adapts these and brings in, you know, if we can't get the real Michael Keaton, but there's a great you know, impressionist who does it. And so, like, it creates that idea. And then I also got my first published short story this year. Uh, one of my fans, actually, from the podcast met up with me and uh, had me sign a copy of his, uh, his story for that. So that's... It was one of my big firsts, too, because the first time I had to sign it for somebody who wasn't somebody I knew uh, as a family member or friend. So well, it's been well, a great year. Well, that's amazing, Ben. We have to start wrapping up. I know. Uh, uh, but real quick, an actual superhero just walked in. This is Mr. <laughs> Captain Man from the Nickelodeon show. Henry Danger in Danger Force. He's in. Cooper Barnes. Come in. Don't, hey, Cooper, just come say hi on the mic real fast, because I love you, man. Another superhero who was at my wedding. And no, you're fine, dude. Like, come here. Just say hi. Just say hi real quick, and then we gotta give our socials and wrap give, up. Can yeah. I just give you a hug real quick? Yeah, give me a hug. How are you? I'm good. I love you, man. I love you. I good love to you. see you. Say hi. Uh, who am I talking to? Just these these lovely folks right here. We're recording it. Oh, this is going out on the thing. Yeah. yeah. On the uh, the Geekscape. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Well, we gotta start wrapping up. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's all from me. <laughs> all right, uh, Christian. You got all your hot uh, Cooper Barnes uh, news. Uh, here and now we're done with that. Uh, we can just wrap this thing up. But I did introduce you to Stan Lee here years ago. You did introduce me to Stan Lee, and my daughter was a flower girl in your wedding. And I'm so glad you said the name of my show right for the first time ever. You usually call it Harvey Danger, which is that band from the 90s. <laughs> yep. But I'm glad that you got Very it. Very right. true. All right, uh, guys, give your socials. Let's wrap up. That's Geekscape, and I love you guys. Yeah, I, uh, I'm Christian Black. People can find me on Geekscape, but I want to plug uh, at Adventures in 3D, which is my brother-in-law's uh, tabletop and role-playing uh, uh, shop that he has, and uh, that's the dragon that I'm wearing. Uh, so I want to plug his, because he's actually out on the floor selling right now, uh, so I wanted to plug his thing. All right. And I'm Josh Jackson. You can find me on Geekscape on the Dynamic Resolution video game podcast. I'm also on social media at Enu Joshua. And hey, I'm Joseph Johnson. I guess I'm going to have a, an episode of Geek Squad or Geekscape.com coming out very soon. Um, uh, you can find me at uh, Tabletop Jocks on all social media. And uh, go check out the movie All Souls in Select Theaters coming out this Friday. Uh, besides, I'm Zach Schaefer, and besides being Bodie Schaefer's dad, uh, you can find me at $2 Late Fee. You can find me at Territory Marks. $2 Late Fee is an 80s movie podcast. Territory Marks is an 80s wrestling podcast. And Podcasting After Dark, which is a cult movie podcast.
Nice. Uh, this is Ben Wan. Shout out to my manager, Leander Nicholson at Believe Land, who's here, as well as my buddy, Co. Uh, my social is uh, Ben Wan Rider. Uh, you can find my website, benwanrider.com. And uh, you can find superhero stuff you should know all over the place on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my name is Adiala Jackson. You can find uh, us on Instagram, The Galactica Actually. Um, also, you can look at uh, Angela and the Dark on Instagram, as well as my uh, audio book, fantasy novel, The First Dowell Chronicles on Instagram. And you can find me at Adiala Jackson at the, at the Armageddon. Right on. Hey, this is Cooper Barnes. You've heard a lot from me today. You can uh, learn more about me at my website, iheartjonathanlondonnudes.com, um, and also at the real Cooper Barnes on Instagram. And my daughter Ripley wants to say something real quick. Butt face. <laughs> That's what they call me at home. Uh, Ripley. <laughs> okay. I'm Heidi Cox, and my handle is at Ms. MS Heidi Cox. Um, and I also have a little production company called Dweeb Darlings, which you can find also um, at Dweeb Darlings. And that's it. And that's Geekscape Live. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Geekscape is how much fun was that? I loved having the surprises. How about Cooper Barnes's daughter there at the end? <laughs> I loved having the surprises, the friends, and uh, I loved hearing everybody's experiences from LA Comic Con 20. 23 and even though it's december that does not mean that we are done here obviously we have this live stream here on friday december 8th you can find it on the youtube the twitch the facebook and of course you're going to hear the geekscape that we record live as part of that stream you're going to hear this uh you're going to hear that here on this feed in a few days maybe in a week or so uh there's just a lot of content on this feed so if you're enjoying it please share it with your friends it's really important that you share it Get the word out. Our Spotify raps were awesome. I finally figured out how to find the Spotify uh, for podcasters stuff because I, I don't know. I have a personal Spotify and then I have the one that uh, is connected to the Geekscape podcast. And I don't think the two are married very well uh, because I made one before the other. And it just, they, I have to literally go into like, you don't want to, you don't care, but I have to go into like uh, incognito mode to log in to see the Geekscape podcast stats. That's what I was walked through by somebody at Spotify to get me to see the Geekscape podcast uh, stats. And wow, I loved seeing those numbers. I, did, I had only a vague idea of what our Spotify activity was. And uh, as soon as I got those Spotify wraps, I was just seeing how much we'd grown on Spotify over the last year. And it was awesome. Uh, I'm super invigorated by it. We have so much more Geekscape on this very feed coming uh, for the next few weeks and on into the new year. So you're in the right spot. Leave us a review. Share us with your friends in Geekscape forever. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.